0: This episode of Make Your Pitch is brought to you by BET. As a business owner, have you ever asked, uh, how is my business ensuring profitability and sustainability? Uh, Or does my business drive its growth and agenda through a defined strategy? Maybe also, is there a performance management system in place? If you hesitated to answer any of these questions, you need to take a look at the Business Enabling Toolbox, BET. To find out more about BET, check the show notes of this episode. This is Make Your Pitch, I'm Christopher Knight. And I am Ellen J. Harris. Together we chat with entrepreneurs with great ideas, looking for investors to back their vision.
1: We want to be sure investors are there as well as to find the next big hit.
0: So let's get started. And I want to welcome everybody to Make Your Pitch. Today, we have a very special guest. But before we even talk about our guest, I also want our very special co-host and my friend and partner, Ellen Harris, to come on board. Hello, Ellen. Hello, Christopher. We are, we're into an exciting day today, aren't we? No, we are. Uh, We're
1: Trying to contain ourselves. Well,
0: I, I contain <laughs> yourself. <laughs> well, you know what what we what we have done over the last many weeks is we have been able to really bring on some talented people to introduce to investors, and our our entire process is meant for that. And how do we do that exactly?
1: We have been. Introducing ourselves in specific markets, uh, looking to attract investors, uh, small business owners, startups, and we give them a little bit of a taste of what we do. And they're interested. That's the most interesting, I think, that they are interested in what we're doing. Well,
0: you know, today we have... uh, An entrepreneur who has really, really given it his all, uh, Judson Walls, who has developed a company called Constant Water. And I think that uh, this particular program has wings, as I call it. Uh, And we've taken a look at it. What do you think about what we're about to see, Ellen?
1: I think we are about to influence America's thinking about how they think about their water. It's not just drinking or bathing. There are other uses that Judd is going to share with us. It's very fascinating what he does. I think the audience will enjoy this.
0: Well, I do too. So let's let's bring Judd on and just say hello to start with and then let him move forward and tell us all about Constant Water. Right. Judd, welcome to Make Your Pitch this morning. Happy to have you here I- with us.
2: Hi, Chris. Hi, Ellen. Thanks so much for the opportunity. This is exciting.
0: Well, we're, we're ha- totally, totally excited about having you tell us about your particular uh, project. And I know that you've been at it for several years, but I'll let you tell that story. So at this point, I would tell you to make your pitch.
2: Absolutely. Well, thanks again. And I want to talk for a little bit. Uh, about a large growing and unserved market uh, that I call water insecurity. Uh, For millions of Americans today and every day, uh, water insecurity is or is becoming uh, a fact of life. Uh, Potable water, as we know, critical for consumption, hygiene and sanitation uh, is frequently and for many unreliable. Uh, or at risk during a crisis Uh, and millions of Americans, including rural, low income, elderly, uh, the physically or medically challenged, those that are at the greatest risk and with the least resources live each day with the added stress of water insecurity caused by power outages due to storms, preventive power outages as we're starting to see in California and many of the Western states Uh, water loss or contamination due to hurricanes and floods, wildfires, and their subsequent uh, mudslides when the rains finally return, and just our general aging water infrastructure. Uh, Many In many parts of our country, the water mains that we depend on are decades and decades old uh, and struggling. But in addition to that, we're starting to see geological and climate changes that can further damage infrastructure, or even impact the aquifers and water supplies that many of our uh, people in the United States depend on for their water. Uh, And on top of all that, uh, water insecurity has been exacerbated by the COVID-19 threat and everything that's come with it. Uh, The recent pandemic and panic response preparations highlighted the fragility of our emergency water supplies uh, and like toilet paper and disinfectants of all things, in many cases, our go-to emergency water supply, bottled water was unavailable or severely rationed. When needed most, many didn't have it or couldn't get it. Uh, and we have a solution. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, Constant Water is our company and our system. Uh, is an automatic backup, whole house, uh, water system for homes or businesses on public or private water systems. Uh, it's battery powered, uh, provides potable water throughout the home or commercial be- building during any water out scenario. Uh, the system consists of two major components the control unit that hangs on the wall, plugs into a 110 volt outlet, uh, and a storage tank. We have 40, 80, and 120 gallon tanks that are plumbed in line to the existing uh, cold water system and keeps that water that is stored in our tanks for when it's needed during an emergency, fresh and clean. Uh, The control unit contains a system of sensing relays and control valves, but primarily a 12-volt battery and an air compressor. Uh, The the battery is continually charged during normal day-to-day standby operations. Uh, But when it's needed, either automatically with the loss of power or manually due to loss of uh, either the public water system or a physical component damage in the uh, water well system, uh, the system can be activated, the water in the tank pressurized, and available to every sink, shower, tub, and toilet uh, in the house or building. Uh, And this ensures that, for instance, a homeowner Uh, who may lose power or lose water for any reason, has a known supply of potable water always available. So it eliminates the need to purchase or stockpile bottled water in preparation for outages or storms, uh, installs easily uh, into their existing uh, plumbing line. Uh, It's competitive with and complementary to uh, electrical generators that many people will use and many of our customers have generators as well. And it's also environmentally responsible. Uh, To give you an example, following Hurricane Maria, almost a billion dollars worth of bottled water was purchased, transported, stored and distributed at a cost of almost $30 a gallon. If you took all those empty bottles of water many of which were never used and ultimately thrown away uh, and, and laid them end to end, they would have crossed the United States seven times. So our system not only eliminates the need to buy bottled water, it eliminates all the, the, uh, the empty water bottles that are polluting our landscapes or polluting our landfills, or in many cases ending up in our oceans or water supplies. Uh, As I mentioned, our our systems support any scenario that results in a loss of water, whether it's storm or flood or simply a water main break uh, on your public water system. Uh, It's always ready because it's it's always charging, activates automatically loss of power, uh, really consumes very little floor space, even our largest system only consumes uh, four square feet of floor space and can fit in many places uh, around the home. And market-wise, uh, the two, two major markets that we talk about with regularity. One is the private residential water well market. Uh, and the other, as an example, are homes and businesses in coastal community counties In the United States along the East Coast, Gulf Coast, uh, and the West Coast. Uh, Interestingly, about 20% of our population gets its water from private residential water wells. And that represents about 20 million homes in the country. uh, And and that population grows at almost 4% annually. Uh, So that represents over a $25 billion market space. And most interesting is 75% of that market resides in 20 states. 15 of those 20 states are east of the Mississippi and largely consolidated and concentrated along the I-95 corridor. So being a Virginia-based company, uh, we're in a prime position physically, uh, almost in the middle of the vast majority of uh, the private home uh water well market in the United States. Uh, but we're reaching uh, across the country and servicing water well users and public water users uh, all across the country. Uh, as As we've seen regularly in the news, uh, coast populations of coastal communities in the United States continues to grow. And right now about 40% of the U.S. population lives in coastal county communities uh, along our three, three coasts, and that's a, that represents almost 53 million homes, uh, almost 30 million of which every year and multiple times throughout the year are at risk of hurricanes and the associated storm surges from the hurricanes or the downstream flooding uh, that frequently occurs after hurricanes move inland and drop all that water. Uh, And both storm surge and uh, subsequent inland flooding can damage public water infrastructure, contaminate the water supplies uh, and leave people who are typically very comfortable on public water without water for extended periods of time. So that represents almost a $50 billion market space uh, that we're very excited about, that we're addressing. But on top of that, we've seen uh, even more recently out west a more uh, disaster scenarios that we've seen in years past but have grown exponentially this year and are continuing and that is wildfires. Uh, The entire, from north to south, uh, the entire state of California is experiencing wildfires uh, moving further up the coast into Oregon. Uh, and spreading east now into Utah and Colorado. And Mm. all of these states are experiencing historic droughts uh, and are expected to continue these drought conditions, which means these wildfire uh, scenarios will continue into the future. So we're seeing an increased frequency of events. Uh, We're seeing an increased severity of these events. And as a result, we are seeing, and our customers are showing us, Uh, that there is an increased need for preparedness, and people are taking it more seriously. Uh, As the pandemic broke out, uh, like so many people, uh, we feared that our business was going to dry up. Uh, And quite opposite of that, uh, we had people calling, are you open? Are you still selling? Do you have product? Can you ship it? And we were able to say yes, 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 yes to all of those. Uh, And we've had our best year yet. Uh, Some of the other favorable trends uh, that we're looking forward to, uh, more and more people, uh, and let's face it, uh, our country is aging. I hate to admit it, but it's hard to ignore the fact that I am aging. And interestingly, 75% of the people aged 65 and above have said they want to remain in their home for as long as as they possibly can, uh, and and would rather pay for home health care, which is a more affordable approach uh, to aging, and but still needing some medical care, than moving into a residential facility. So, as we age, it becomes harder for us to prepare. Uh, in the past, we might buy bottled water, but bottles of water are heavy. Water is more important to us as we age. Uh, so, we see more and more people uh, buying our system so that they can remain safer and more comfortable in their home uh, as they age. Uh, but, on top of that, as more and more people use home health care services to help them stay in their home for as long as they can, uh, we had home health care providers explain to us water is as important to our healthcare providers as it is to our clients, because they need fresh potable uh, and a reliable source of potable water so that they can provide the services they've been contracted to provide for their customers. Uh, So ultimately, as as a result of all this, uh, we actually see a path, albeit a steep and likely difficult path, to having our constant water, uh, battery-powered, whole-house emergency water systems on on a Medicare durable medical equipment list, which would allow uh, people on Medicare uh, to have a great deal of the cost, if not the entire cost of our systems uh, covered by Medicare and installed in their homes, uh, like so many things that are on the durable medical equipment list already. Uh, And the pandemic threats that we've talked about uh, and the risks associated to people, uh, the people experience, it makes it harder for them to prepare for these crises that we've talked about. Uh, And we can eliminate their need to prepare for water, uh, prepare for uh, these crises, having to find water during an emergency because they will have a known supply of fresh potable water in their home at all times. Uh, So from an investor standpoint, where are we strong as a company? Uh, We are an existing company. We're registered in the state of Virginia and have been since 2014. Uh, We're a certified uh, service-disabled veteran-owned small business, Uh, and that's important because it provides us opportunities uh, with government purchases that aren't available for larger companies. Uh, we have sales across the country. We're currently in about uh, 22 states, uh, from coast to coast and coast to northern border, uh, and more and more people are finding us every day because we have developed uh, and it, and are increasing our brand awareness. Uh, we have inventory and we have solid manufacturers that can support uh, rapid future growth. We have an established web presence, uh, ConstantWater.com. With full e commerce capability, and more and more uh, of our sales are two people who order directly from our website, have never called us to discuss the system in detail, uh, which tells us that they're getting adequate information from our website about what our system does, how it's installed, what it can do for them, uh, and and what is not an inexpensive purchase. Uh, they are comfortable doing over the internet. Uh, And we also have a active social media, uh, use of social media so that we can communicate timely messages to areas of the country where our system might be beneficial to those who are about to or uh, experience a, a crisis like a hurricane or a major snowstorm, or maybe in the path of wildfires, Or maybe uh, getting ready to experience a proactive power shutoff by their uh, electrical utility provider. Uh, Some of the other things that are working into our favor, and this really goes back to the home health care piece, our systems already qualify for a medical home improvement tax deduction. So if somebody is interested in having our system and can justify to their doctor uh, their need or desire for an emergency potable water system uh, for their home, they can actually go to their doctor who would essentially prescribe that for them. They can purchase our system and if they uh, deduct uh, healthcare expenses on their taxes, can deduct our system as a medical home improvement on their taxes. Uh, So that's very exciting. Uh, Also, uh, earlier this year, uh, well, in July, actually, we had a conversation with the uh, Department of Veteran Affairs because I'm a veteran, Uh, the other two investors in Constant Water are also veterans. We are interested in supporting uh, disabled veterans uh, for their sacrifices for our country and are always looking for ways that we might make our system available to them at reduced or even no cost. Uh, So in July, we had a telecon with the Department of Veteran Affairs. We explained what our system does, why we thought it was important to uh, disabled veterans, and they stopped us about halfway through our discussion and said, first of all, uh, our Uh, Adaptive Home Grants will cover all the costs associated with putting your system in the home of a qualifying veteran. And on top of that, they were just shocked uh, that they hadn't considered emergency water as a critical need for disabled veterans earlier. Uh, So we now have the ability to to reach out and market uh, our system to, people that may qualify for these adaptive home grants through the Department of Veteran Affairs and let them know uh, that their systems can be covered entirely under grants available through the Department of Veteran Affairs. Uh, Even more recently, uh, we have been invited into Puerto Rico by nonprofits who are looking to find grants and government funding uh, for con- to make constant water systems available to the citizens of Puerto Rico, uh, as we all know, since Hurricane Maria in 2017, uh, Puerto Rico, the citizens of Puerto Rico, have struggled with electrical power, uh, not only due to recurring storms because of the damage that was done, and the difficult their time they're having in rebuilding their elect- electrical infrastructure, and electricity impacts water. Uh, water remains and potable water, re- reliable potable water remains a challenge for a significant part of the island. And these nonprofits recognize that our system can help and they're willing to help us help them find funding to make water, constant water available for uh, the people they serve. So this is a very recent uh, opportunity for us. We just recently, as part of our goodwill. Uh, donated two systems uh, to a school in Puerto Rico that services special needs children, uh, but also serves as a shelter uh, during and after uh, hurricane events. So now this school and the people and the children that this school supports will have a reliable backup water system in place uh, for the next event and every event after that. So it's very, very exciting. We just delivered those tanks this past week. They were just loaded into a container and we expect them to be in Puerto Rico uh, this week. And then we were arranged to fly in uh, to oversee the installation and meet with uh, their nonprofit partners, their philanthropic supporters, as well as uh, local and state leadership to explain what we can do, why it would be beneficial And how we can help the people of Puerto Rico have more reliable water during uh, hurricane events. So we're very excited about that. Where were we uh, as a company? Primarily in the team. Uh, You've heard me say we with regularity throughout the discussion, but we is me. Uh, I am the CEO, uh, which I call uh, the chief everything officer. And I've been solely responsible for. Almost every aspect of uh, design and development, bookkeeping, inventory, marketing, sales, shipping and logistics, and tech support. Now, much of this I learned uh, going through this entrepreneurial process, uh, which means, yes, I'm trainable. Uh, I can learn new things, but I also recognize my limitations. And I recognize that there are people that can do all of these things. Better, more efficiently, and more effectively than I can. And by having them in place uh, and with me, building a strong team, uh, we can go grow rapidly and we can grow profitably. Uh, One of the other key areas that we're weak in is funding. Uh, This has been largely self funded from the get go. Uh, We were able to obtain a pretty significant uh, SBA loan early on, uh, but that was used primarily for product developing, development, and uh, manufacturing of our first round of inventory, <clears throat> uh, and we've been bootstrapping it largely ever since. Uh, so we're looking for funding to move forward uh, and grow effectively, and we're asking for five hundred thousand dollars in exchange for ten percent equity in Constant Water, and that will go primarily to. Uh, maintaining our ongoing operations, rent, uh, utilities, and so forth, funding uh, or servicing the SBA loan, but more importantly, uh, to build out a sales team that has uh, experience and credibility in the plumbing and water systems industries, uh, knows that no key people in the industries that, can, that we can meet with, uh, but also to expand our marketing our digital marketing presence, our social media activities. Uh, Yes, I can develop posts on the website. Yes, I can do a Facebook post. I can post to LinkedIn. Uh, But in spite of my trainability, it takes a lot of time for me to do that. I'm not as efficient and quite frankly, probably not as, I know I'm not as effective as trained professionals uh, could be. Now, we don't necessarily need to bring them onto the team right now but have them as part of the team or outsource the operation, uh, the marketing and digital marketing aspect of, of what we do uh, to those more skilled and capable. Uh, financially, uh, we, as I mentioned, we have sold uh, across the country, uh, but we have a, a 56,000 sales, more than half of that uh, in 2020. Uh, this has been our best year so far. Uh, Margins-wise, uh, currently, with the inventory that we have and the initial purchase of inventory that we made, uh, we're operating at about 60% gross margins. Uh, but we're also comfortable know that we can, at volume manufacturing, can approach uh, 70% profit margins. And, and with that, uh, and with the funding that we're asking for, uh, we think in five years, we can be at, comfortably at sales of 15,000 units, uh, sales revenues of over over 20 million dollars uh, with gross cash uh, cash flows at uh, nine million dollars in year five and net cash flows after distributions for uh, tax burdens that our investors may uh, experience as well as paying back, uh, the, the Investor's Initial Investment. Uh, so we have, we're very proud of what we've done, uh, where we've gotten to, and we're excited about the things we have put in place that will help us move forward if we can find some funding to build out the team and expand our marketing in the areas that we've talked about. Uh, but we need help. Uh, and our we've talked about what our funding would be used for. Uh, in the long term, we want constant water to be recognized as a quality product and a quality company. We want to make a difference in people's lives and help those that need help, uh, not only in the United States but around the world. Uh, we want to be a recognized leader in the water backup category, which is a pretty new category in the water and water systems. Uh, industry, but we also see an opportunity to codify uh, water backup in uh, building codes across the country. We saw over the past uh, two to three decades how building codes changed in coastal communities because of the hurricane damage. We think there's an opportunity to uh, influence building codes and water backup as well. so that's where we've, that's where we've been, that's where we are, that's where we'd like to go, and at this point, I'd be happy to answer any questions, Chris and Ellen, that you might have.
0: Well, you know, there there is, uh, you described it quite well, by the way, uh, Justin. That's that's excellent. Uh, what I want to know is, uh, if this, in fact has any viability in the long haul uh you know i can understand that we have uh a, a uh, water system and i i'll i'll kind of take the uh, critical side a little bit here and that is absolutely but yet uh yet you've got um, these tanks that you're talking about only hold so much water so if they have a long-term Critical situation, such as a hurricane or a natural disaster, it's not going to last long. How, how do you address that problem?
2: <clears throat> well, Chris, that is a good question and one that we've uh, that people ask us about with with regularity. Uh, the key point of the scenario that you just described is it is a disaster. And during, it, during a disaster scenario, we should be conserving every commodity in our lives. Water, certainly. Uh, during a, a, an emergency, the uh, CDC recommends one gallon of potable water per person per day. So if we're in a protracted water out scenario, a family of four will need 40 gallons of water just for consumption, and so a for a family of four, just for consumption, a 120-gallon constant water system would support them for 30 days. Now, most disaster scenarios are not going to be that long. Uh, so they have, and we like to tell people in a 120-gallon system, for example, you have 40 gallons of water for consumption, 40 gallons of water to flush toilets, which gives you about, uh, about 27 toilet flushes on a uh, modern flush toilet and 40 gallons for uh, sanitation and hygiene, washing your hands, maybe wa- giving yourself a, uh, a more robust uh, sponge bath, if you will, or if necessary. And sometimes they are, if nothing else, for our mental well-being, the ability to take a shower. The fact that our water is, is pressurized in the tank when activated makes that water available throughout the home, as I mentioned, every sink, shower, tub, and toilet. But it also, if people feel like they need or even simply want additional backup water, uh, many of our customers already will buy multiple tanks, connect them together, and drive them with the same Uh, control unit that you see behind me. And we can do that uh, by simply adding an additional external battery. So we have a range of of tank sizes right now. We have 40, 80, and 120-gallon tanks. The 80 and 120-gallon versions are our most uh, frequently purchased tanks. Uh, But we have a number of customers that are uh, purchasing multiple tanks. So they have an expanded capacity, not only multiple tanks, but in some cases, multiple tanks and multiple systems. Uh, We have some uh, rural uh, farm customers that need it for their livestock or horses and have two two tank, 120-gallon systems uh, supporting their property. So they have 500 gallons of water. And oh, by the way, uh, these farms also have Uh, a full farm generator supported with a thousand gallons of fuel, of propane fuel, but they recognize that they also need to be conserving fuel for their generator. So The use of constant water systems in conjunction with the generator allows them to shut the generator off periodically, still have water, uh, or if necessary, run the generator and they can refill the tank and recharge the battery and then shut the uh, the generator off. So it allows them to expand the use of their constant water system with the generator, allows them to extend the use of their generator by allowing them to shut it off. So we, we feared generators were a competitor uh, that we were going to have to work hard to overcome early on. And in actuality, we find out not only are they not a, competitor in many markets because a generator won't help somebody on public water supply, but we're also complementary to those that want or need uh, a generator solution as well. So it's been uh, the market opportunities have evolved over time as we've learned more about uh, the market and more about our customers wants and needs.
0: Uh, you, you uh, Ellen, you, we need to dig down in the financials here.
1: Why don't you go ahead and do that, right? <laughs> yeah. How did you know <laughs> that I was headed there? Um, Judd, uh, thank you so much for this. You mentioned 500K, 10% equity. My question is, what does the payback period look like for uh, the investor at 10% equity? Uh, and uh, I want to narrow it by saying, First year, third year, fifth year?
2: Uh, Obviously, we would like to delay the ultimate payback for as long as we possibly can. Uh, But we see by year three, uh, well, even year two, when we are cash flow positive, uh, we have the ability to uh, distribute funds to the investors for any tax liabilities they might they may incur as a result out of our uh, taxable profit uh, condition Uh, but also going forward in uh, certainly years three and four uh, there's more than adequate uh, net cash flow that we could begin paying back the initial investment uh, as well as any distributions uh, that, that we would we would have as a company among investors uh, on what's best for the investors without risking what's best for the company going forward. Uh, But certainly at the end of year five, uh, we are more than comfortable uh, with distributing uh, the the income from sales uh, that would more than not only cover their initial investment but a strong return on their investment as well. And okay. I know people would like to have more definitive numbers, but quite frankly, we are in a position, we we're confident we'll be in a position financially going forward where we can have this discussion with the investors.
1: Okay. Uh, in the in a project construct, you have the internal rate of return. Have you, and, well, you—I was going to say—and your team, <laughs> but have you been able to calculate or estimate the internal rate of return on the project for the investor?
2: Uh, the answer is no. I have. Okay. Okay. No the worries. The entire team here. The entire team here has
1: not done that. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, no. No worries there. Um, Here's another question. You talked about the skills, and you honestly recognize your limitations. So my question is, when you reach out uh, to um, prospective employees, what are the skills the, the candidate needs to bring to the table to attract you as a hiring manager?
2: Well, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we're looking for those that are uh, certainly on the sales side of thing and the marketing side of thing. Those that have experience in uh, the the water, primarily the residential water uh, systems and treatment industries. Uh, that can talk with the plumbing community. They can talk with the well drilling uh, professionals. They can talk with the uh, water treatment providers. These are the people that are in people's homes every day that ultimately we would like selling on our behalf. Uh, and we have people that uh, we have, we are selling directly to plumbers now at discounted rates for water professionals that they in turn provide to their customers. We are selling to uh, custom home builders right now that in the design phase of their with their clients have said, "Look, here you're going to be on a water well, or you're going to be at risk uh, because of storms. Here is a system that's available that's available to you. We recommend this system in your home. So they are actually uh, selling systems, selling our systems to their clients, and we uh, offer a whole, uh, discounted pricing to them as well." So, our sales staff needs to know how to market to the folks in the water and and water systems and building industries. So, those are the skills and the backgrounds that we're looking for. Okay. And we're looking for people who can bring new ideas to us. I've learned all of this. I'm willing to learn more.
1: Okay. Christopher.
0: Well, I I come, of course, from the marketing side, uh, Jetson, as you well know, and uh, what I'm hearing is the fact that you are very, very weak on the marketing side, Uh, and I don't mean that despairingly, of course, I'm just looking at what you're telling me. You have some very strong uh, opportunities in the governmental and the veteran side, but those are... Those are really not the something you can really hang your hat on, if, in my opinion. Anyway, uh, you can certainly use that as you know uh, uh, to feather your credibility. But as far as increasing sales, I'm I'm not sure that's the route to go. But that's that's just my opinion. But what I want to know is if you if you do and get involved in a strong marketing program and uh, move it forward. Uh, You're talking about being able to get to the $5 million mark and so forth, but you really haven't described how that's going to happen. And I still don't know why you need Uh, $500,000. I don't know where you're going to spend it. So can you help me out there?
2: Well, we do need, uh, we need to reach uh, the people in the industries that can, uh, that ultimately can sell on our behalf, those in the plumbing and well well drilling industries, those in the water treatment industries. So I need people that can, A, I need funds to attend these conferences and people that can uh, attend these conferences, uh, reach out uh, and and establish relationships uh, with these people. Uh, you're right, Chris, the government opportunities and the disabled veteran opportunities are not going to make us a business. They will, however, represent uh, great marketing opportunities and great opportunities for us to demonstrate why our systems are so uh, important. So it does add to our credibility. Uh, But you're right, We we can't make an entire business uh, out of special small projects among, uh, or for small groups of or small categories of people, uh, we need to do bigger than that.
0: You know, well, uh, yes, and, and in the process, yes, it it works into the total marketing uh, uh, overview. Uh, you know that that gives you credibility. That gives you, you know, you've got uh, you've got some uh, concrete under your feet, so to speak, that you're walking on. But uh, yet, I'm I'm still curious, how in the world do you reach all those people that you need to? I I still don't understand what your target market is.
2: Well, our initial target market, uh, one that represents, uh, the two that represent in excess of $100 billion uh, in markets, are the 20 million homes on individual water wells as well as the 53 million homes and homeowners uh, in coastal communities along the East Gulf Gulf and and West Coast. Uh, We're being much more effective uh, with our social media marketing uh, in reaching these people and doing so in a timely fashion. We need to do more of it. And then quite frankly, Chris, what are the opportunities uh, to reach to reach people more broadly. Uh, and those are the convers- conversations I want to have as we look to the uh, to the people or the organizations that we either bring on board or bring bring into the company or bring on board with their services to help us do that. Uh, I think we can reach them. And ultimately we, we should consider is this a product for the big box stores as well and then allow which would of course allow uh, would, would give us broader exposure through their marketing opportunities so uh, you're right we need to, to reach more people uh, quickly and effectively
0: so the type of investor you really need I, in my opinion is someone who has experience And uh, uh, national sales, and uh, and you mentioned the big box stores. Of course, there certainly is some some value there. Uh, We talk about Home Depot or Lowe's or something like that. But uh, the builders' market seems to be like a heavy target as well. But you know, we're not going to get into how to market or whatever else today. Ellen, I want you to go ahead and carry this forward a little bit for us.
1: Okay. Um, all right. $500,000. Okay. Um, given the scope and size of your project, you're right. It doesn't seem to be sufficient. However, my question oh. is around uh, students. Students who are uh, studying uh, let's say engineering, and have a feel for and a sense of what you're doing. Would you or do you have the ca- the capacity to train select students who demonstrate a high degree of interest and trainability in your field?
2: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Our system. There is no aspect of our system is rocket science, uh, and Really nothing, there is nothing terribly technical of the issue we are addressing or the way we are addressing it with our product. Uh, so yes, those people, uh, we'd be happy to, to, to work with students that may have interest in this area or uh, you may have interest in simply getting their feet wet in business, would welcome that opportunity
0: well we're we're really not into an advisory role right now we're more into understanding how an investor can make money by investing in your uh, your project and five hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money is uh i know for some investors it's uh you know it's a night out on the town but uh, for others it's a sizable investment that if they put their money into your project they will get a return. I, you know I this this is a niche type business uh, uh, backup uh, I know that there are you know for example generators and things that people buy and I think it what generic or whatever the company is has made a tremendous amount of money by providing that service are are you thinking of a backup generator type company is that what that's what you're posing and positioning yourself for or what? Oh,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, you know interestingly, uh, if you think back uh, 10, 15, maybe even 20 years ago, uh, nobody talked about having a whole house generator uh, in their home. And over the, po- the course of the past uh, 10 to 20 years, I don't wanna say they're common, but it is, it is more common to hear somebody, why well, I have a generator for my house. It may be a whole house uh, automatic generator, but it may be a small portable generator from which they can stretch electrical cords to uh, recool their refrigerator, keep their freezer uh, cool enough so that meat doesn't spoil. Uh, provide some lighting, provide some heat uh, with extension cords. Um, but 20 years ago, you could make an argument, they were niche products and niche markets as well. But as people see value, uh, they're becoming they've become more and more common. And given the increasing events that we're seeing, increased hurricanes, increased floods, more severe storms, uh, more drought conditions, more focus and concern about water and water supplies. Uh, we're confident this is going to grow from a perceived niche product to one that it's co- that it's commonplace.
0: Uh, Ellen, uh, go ahead. As we start to wrap up this particular uh, maker pitch project, I want I want you to kind of close us out with
1: what you have in your mind. Okay. All right. Um, I think personally, uh, just understanding your market and how you are approaching it. I think you have several variables that are in your favor. Uh, The fact that you were able to achieve home health care tax deduction for people. I think that's that, that's a step in the right direction. I think there's some other things out there for you. Uh, it's a matter of, and I get why you haven't uh, looked into them because as chief everything officer, you can't be everywhere all the time. Uh, it's in your interest to just carve out a half a day and take this interview and kind of look at what you've missed along the way. And see if there is a way for you to uh, expand your uh, reach and market opportunity. Yes, the marketing may not be where you'd like it to be or where we would like to see it. Um, But once you've defined the gap in the marketplace with respect to constant water, I think you'll see immediately how you can fill that gap and have a bit more assertive approach in your marketing to get the word out about what you're doing and attract new uh, customers as well as investors who may not be aware of your existence. So that's how I want to close it out. Uh, Don't be discouraged. You've come a long way in a short period of time. Very impressive. And um, continue. Don't give up. Oh, absolutely! Well, that that absolutely. that that is so
0: important to every business. And uh, what I know about uh, Judson is that he has spent years on this project, and he has not only sweat equity into it, but his own money into this project. And I think every investor needs to know that he has invested not only his time, but his money and his effort and he is dedicated to the project. So as an investor, as you watch this, you need to know the character of the person that you are looking at here. The person who developed it has uh, gone through, I mean, uh, hellacious waters along the way in order to get it where it is right now. So uh, to all of our investors out there, this is a man who needs to be, looked at closely for your portfolio. Uh, and uh, Judson, uh, would you like to say a few words before we close out this, make your pitch?
2: Well, I haven't decided whether I'm going to drive myself to the hospital uh, just to stop the bleeding or if I'm going to call an ambulance. Uh, <laughs> but this this has been... Uh, a great opportunity. Uh, I appreciate your interest. I appreciate the invitation. Uh, and I welcome the opportunity to talk further with you uh, and certainly any of the people that you that may uh, reach out to you to, to discuss their interest. Uh, I am excited about what I've done. I am excited about what we can do uh, and would welcome the opportunity to talk with people about doing it together. Thank you both for the time.
0: And Ellen, you. Uh, would you like would you like to go ahead and and close out with something? Uh,
1: yes, um, the the thing that I want the audience to recognize is uh, consistency and belief in your product is is key. And you just heard from a gentleman who says he's been at this and he won't give up because he sees the value. He's serving veterans. He's helping. Homeowners. He's helping uh, the aged, the elderly. And the the beauty and value of any product or service that you bring to market is it's not for you. It's for those you can help and those you can serve. And I think Jetson illustrates that tremendously for us. So take a lesson from how he has built this little company into something that has true viability that's why i want to be encouraging to him because he's close
0: all right very good and to everyone that's been a part of this, justin thank you so much for being a part of make your pitch and, yes thank uh, you we will uh make sure that this is uh, uh highlighted and 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 reaches some investors who might well be a part of your business Thanks to you and thanks to everyone that's been a part of this. Make your pitch today. Now, I want to say that this is uh, uh, this is not just unusual. This is what we do on Make Your Pitch. We bring you the the brightest and the best of those who are developing products and services that can uh, change how you uh, do and and create your life. And Justin's product certainly does that. And for all of you, I want to say thank you for being on and part of this podcast. And I'll look forward to our next episode, which will bring you more talented people. And never forget to make your pitch. Talk to you soon. If you enjoyed today's episode of Make Your Pitch, go smash the subscription button and, if you want, leave us a five-star review.
1: If you think you have what it takes to be on one of our episodes, contact us by going to the show notes to learn how. But most of all, be with us again next week for another episode of Make
0: Your Pitch.